Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. As we're headed into this Easter season, you know, we talk a lot about what did Jesus come to do? He came to forgive sin, and that sounds really great. But then we have these verses where he says, where we pray the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins, even as we forgive those who sin against us. Like into the same degree, to the same amount. And then over in Matthew, we have this this story of the unforgiving servant in Matthew 18, I believe. And there's this terrifying thing. Because he doesn't forgive, says he's turned over to the torturers. And any of you, like me, have partied with unforgiveness. You know what it's like to be in the hands of the torturer, don't you? You know what it's like to lie awake at night and fantasize about getting yours, about having your rights defended, about getting restoration, about making them pay, right? That's the torturers. It's not anything else. I mean, eat you up. It will devour you physically. It will devour you emotionally, mentally. It will devour your relationship. It will make you unable to show up in relationships. It's always, we've all had a friend who is devoured by bitterness or rage and they literally withdraw from even the healthy relationships that have nothing to do because all they ever want to talk about, all they're, they're not able to be free. They're not able to be loving. They're not, because when we partner with unfortunate, forgiveness. We step out of the kingdom of light. We step out of the place where every sin has been paid for. We step out of joy. We step out of grace into law. And and the result is death. But, you know, there's this this phrase, right? You know, it says at the end of, of, of that unforgiveness service, Jesus says, and this is what will happen to you if you do not forgive from the heart. So often for us, forgiveness is legal. Like, I forgive you. Let's not even talk about it anymore. But in our heart, right? But if we attempt to forgive from the heart, we immediately realize I'm not able to. I, I mean, it is as, it's like trying to lift yourself up by your own bootstraps, try to, to lift your own feet, both feet off the ground. You can't do it. You can't do it, even if you do it for a second, right? You jump, you always land back down. Why? Because it is beyond us. We cannot let go of what has been done to us. We can't let go of our rights. We can't. This is why it has to be supernatural. And when Jesus died on the cross, he took all sin. So it all belongs to him. So only he can empower us to forgive only by trusting in him. The reality is in unforgiveness, we're not going to ever get back what was taken from us. Uh, many of us, we, we fantasize about the day when the person comes cowering and goes, oh, forgive me. I am, I am a worm and not a human. And we go, yes, I've long ago, I've forgotten it. I haven't even thought of it. When we forgive, we are even giving up our right to ever getting restoration, ever having them recognize what they did ever. This is totally separate from, from, from boundaries. I would submit if we don't forgive, we can't set good boundaries because if we're not forgiving, we're usually setting boundaries with tasers and with machine guns. That's not boundaries. That's intimidation. And so if we are to forgive from the heart, it has to be radical 
It has to be total and it has to be an act of surrender and it's an act of death. Um, if you are trying to forgive in your own strength, it's not forgiveness. It's not. It's, it's some human effort, which actually usually makes you more frustrated. But if you, like me, are in that place where you realize you can't forgive, and the crazy thing is you can't even forgive little things. I got totally ticked and angry at somebody yesterday that I don't even know, a salesperson. And I was, and God was like, can we talk about that? I'm like, no, I want my rights. I want them to pay. I want them to recognize what they did. I want my time back. I want this. I want that. God's like, you're not going to get any of that anyway. And it's just ruining your day. Would you like to forgive? No, I don't want to forgive. At the end of the day, it's just a surrender says, God, I give you the past. I give you the future. I give you right now. I give you my rights. I give you this relationship. I give up my right to pass judgment on them. And I forgive me for partnering with this and thereby tanking my own day and other things that have come out from it. Lord, forgive me for partnering with unforgiveness. I got to tell you, I've seen more people demonized, more people affected by bitterness and unforgiveness than any other. You guys remember Simon the Magus when he wants to buy the baptism of the Holy Spirit as a, some sort of magical thing. What does Peter say to him? He says, Simon, I see your heart is eaten up with unforgiveness, bitterness. What? I would have thought it was magic. Is unforgiveness. The real issue is bitterness. Guys, it is so deadly dangerous. It, we cannot play with this because when we do, we step out of what God paid for on the cross into our own life back where we used to be, literally, functionally. I'm not saying it's about eternal salvation. I'm talking about living in eternal life today. So if you would like to forgive, I'll tell you, years ago, I was taught this and maybe it's a little bit of a formula, but it takes me, my heart through the key parts of forgiveness. And so when I'm forgiving someone, I say something like this, Jesus, I forgive, forgive them. I give them the free gift of my forgiveness. They owe me nothing. I set them free. And I don't even wait for them. I, I don't, they don't even owe me knowing that they did it. They don't even owe me that, that they recognize because my life is hidden with Christ and God. He is my protection. So I surrender even that. This can't protect me, this unforgiveness. And here's the big one. And this, this really turns, because all of that brings things up to zero, but it doesn't move me into the positive. It doesn't move me into the place of, of the kingdom. And so God, I bless them. How? Make it specific. I will ask God, how do you want to bless them? And so often it's the exact reverse, right? Lord, if somebody's stolen from me, God, I bless them to have more than enough that they need not steal, that they would have all their needs cared for by you according to your riches and glory, that they would not be afraid of people stealing from them, right? Wow. Okay, so when you lean into blessing, you are now in line with the heart of the Father. And man, oh, it brings so much restoration to your heart. Now, the final thing I want to say on this, and this is really important, is people don't sin against us generally. They sin against us extremely specifically. And that, you know, nobody goes, I've sinned against you. It's really, it's a specific action, a specific thing. They did something, they didn't do something, whatever it is. And so, what do you do at that point? This is really important. So often, especially with the people we live with, the people we do life with, there is a degree to which this um, 
that there's just heaping mounds and mountains of unforgiveness and it's and we don't even know how to get at it. So when we first forgive them, I choose to forgive them. Guess what? Then I have, I'm really giving God a key to a warehouse full of unforgiveness. Ben, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Great question. So what happens is when I say I forgive them, what happens is there's a huge warehouse in my heart, right? A huge portion of the real estate of my heart that's eaten up with unforgiveness, right? Every single time somebody sins against you and you don't deal with it, it takes up space in your heart, space that can't be filled with love, space that can't be given over to life and to Jesus. So in that moment, uh, when I say I forgive them, maybe it's somebody who's got, like I've lived with for years, so they've got like 20% of my heart, a huge warehouse. The image he gave me years ago was I gave him the key to the warehouse. He unlocked it and then angels went in and brought out individual moments of unforgiveness. These are these things when you've forgiven them and then suddenly remember something they did. This specific, it's not to torment you, it's to get you free. It's emptying out that warehouse. So when something specific comes up, go, God, I Again, just go through this process of forgiveness, but for that specific thing, don't dig, don't, don't dig into your heart. Don't, you'll end up worse. But when they come up, it's a sign that this is what you're about to get free of. And if you will do this, if you will be faithful to listen and to actually, uh, and when you hear those things, not be condemned that there's unforgiveness still in your heart, not be depressed, not be despairing, but get, you will say, Oh my gosh, this is something I'm about to get free. This is a part of my heart. I'm going to to get back, oh my gosh, you will start to get addicted to un- to forgiveness because every single time you forgive, you get more of your heart back, you get more freedom, you get more energy, you get more life. You would not believe how much of your energy and life is being sucked out by low grade uh, unforgiveness. It's like it's like a it's like a um, some sort of a fever that's eating up your energy and your power because you're still unforgiveness. You're still eaten up. And so when you and I forgive from the heart in this way that I just described, when we do this for the specific things as they come up, and it doesn't take, literally, I can do it now in a space of two seconds. Boom, and I got a part of my heart back. It might have been something that took a while to happen, but boom, suddenly I'm free. And you will become so addicted to to unforgiveness, you'll look, you'll be like, God, show me what I can forgive today. And it, you will be shocked because this restores you to this place where your life is hidden with Christ and God. You know, many, like I said at the first place, many of us fantasize about the moment when people come to us and beg forgiveness. They recognize what they've done. Listen, 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 you got to lay that fantasy down. Listen, lay it down. God will bring restoration by his own means if they are willing, but that's not the point. The point is get your heart back, get your ability to love and hear God and respond to him back as you forgive and listen, it will give them an opportunity. I've got to tell you, unforgiveness is like a chain between two people that you're both pulling on. And when you let go, they experience a breakthrough. Final thing I want to say is years ago, we had a situation. We had a girl come to us. She was a college student in Russia. She um, had a bleeding ulcer. And, uh, we, we, we were praying for it. I said, I just sense bitterness. Do you have bitterness? No, well, actually she had a father, an alcoholic father who had been drunk for seven years. 
He had not come up out of the stupor for seven years. He hadn't spoken a word. He had totally disengaged from life. He bailed on job, bailed on his, on her mom and, and just sitting at home drunk. And, uh, and she said, and he said, well, do you want to, forgive? okay, fine. I'll forgive him. Cause she just wanted to be free of pain. Honestly, that's why we forgive. We don't forgive for any highfalutin spiritual reasons. We forgive because we no longer want to be a, a slave. We no longer want to be a prisoner to unforgiveness. She forgives. She releases. Oh my gosh. She gets totally healed in her stomach. It's amazing. Unbelievably. Just right like that. Well, that night she calls home. And for the first time in seven years, her father answers the phone sober. What? What? He was in another city. Listen, when we let go, I'm not guaranteeing what happens, but it gives them an opportunity to respond. It gives them an opportunity. If you forgive, hoping for a specific result, you, you're not forgiving from the heart. That's still manipulation. But if we will say, I release them into your hands, God, to deal with them, to draw them however you want, then he, he, it gives options to them. It gives options to God. But listen, if we will let go, God can begin to move. But as long as we hold on and my way, what I want, God can't move. And they, and, and oftentimes they can't either. So I bless you guys to walk in forgiveness. This is the forgiveness that Jesus paid for on the cross, that we might not just be forgiven of our sins before God, but forgiven and that we might forgive others, right? That we might all be free to walk in newness of life. So I love you guys. Have an amazing day. And I would just encourage you again, it's so simple. I forgive, I release, they owe me nothing. I give them the free gift of my forgiveness and I bless them. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Love you guys. Take care. For more information, go to AriseLife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.